0: Welcome to the Homeschooling Homemakers Podcast, where it's time to embrace the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey of being a keeper at home, creating a space for your husband and children to thrive, all while keeping Jesus at the center of it all. Hi, I'm Chantelle, wife to one, mama to three, and I'm here ready to share with you practical tools to help you thrive in the roles you were created for. This is a place for you to throw aside all distractions and run into true freedom and joy of serving your family well. Hey y'all, what if I told you Jesus reminds us that what we say reveals what's in our hearts? Now, according to Matthew chapter 12 verses 34 through 36, we see this here. Let's read it. Verse 34 says, O generation of vipers, how can ye, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh. Verse 35 says, A good man out of the good treasures of his heart bringeth forth good things. An evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. Verse 36 says, But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of... Judgment. Now, here we see in Matthew chapter 12, it features confrontation between the Pharisees and Jesus over several issues. Among these are working on the Sabbath, healing on the Sabbath, and the source of his power to cast out demons. Jesus counters each argument and rebukes the Pharisees sharply for their unbelief. He even notes that those who maliciously ascribe his miracles to demons are unforgivable. He warns them and the rest of their current generation about the judgment to come. Jesus calls the Pharisees brood of vipers and reject their demands for another miracle. All they'll be promised is the sign of Shona. The son of man will be in the heart of the earth for three days. Jesus also states that all who do his father's will are his family. Now here in Matthew 12, Jesus follows the teachings in chapters 11, where he mourned over how the people in those cities rejected him. Here, he once again comes into conflict with local religious leaders. These are mostly involved with the legalistic, the traditional minded Pharisees. By this point in Jesus' ministry, they had begun to amplify their attacks, accusations, and attempts to trap Jesus into saying and doing something they could use against him. Now, here you can see it's like um, a plot twist. He's doing good things. But, as you can see here in Matthew 12, we'll skip down to 33, verses 33 through 37. It contains Jesus' hardest rebuke of the Pharisees in this chapter. The immediate context of this criticism is their blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, attributing to the miracle of Christ, the Satan. Here again, Jesus explains how actions demonstrates a person's inner heart. That includes speech which is the natural overflow of our thoughts and attitude. Like a diseased tree, the Pharisees produce bad fruit. They are compared to vipers, associating them, the devil, to the devil and evil. Echoing his teachings on God's purpose, perfect righteousness, Matthew 6 verses 1, 5, and 16, Jesus declares we are accountable for every single word that we say. Now here focusing on verse 34, Christ is thoroughly and righteously condemning the group of Pharisees. These legalistic religious leaders have accused him of getting his power to cast out demons from Satan, Matthew 12:24. They are so committed to rejecting Jesus as the Messiah that they would rather glorify Satan's power than acknowledge that God is working through his Son. In the previous verse, Jesus compared the Pharisees to bad trees. This was proven by their bad fruit, rejecting and accusing him. Here, the criticism intensifies. Jesus repeat what John the Baptist called a group of Pharisees and Sadducees in Matthew chapter 3, verse 7. The word brood means offspring, John 8, 42 through 44. So Jesus is calling the Pharisees children of snakes. This associates them with Satan, often pictured as a serpent in scripture, beginning in Genesis chapter 3. These critics have accused Christ of using Satan's power, but truth is, they are the ones aligned with Satan and against Jesus. The question here that is asked is rhetorical. It's making a point. In the same way that a bad tree is incapable of growing good fruit, a person committed to hate for Christ can't speak spiritual truth. Jesus bluntly calls these, calls these men evil. Good words cannot come out of evil hearts. The Pharisees' words about Jesus and Satan showed everyone their true evil selves. This scripture in particular reveals the blanket principle for all people. Our words always, always eventually reveal what's going on inside of us. There's no such thing as an unimportant act or an unimportant word, according to Matthew 12, 36. There is no such thing as a, oops, my bad. What's going on, what spills out, starts on the inside, in your heart. In conclusion, y'all, Jesus reminds us that what we say reveals what is in our hearts. What kind of words come from your mouth? That is a question that you can pause ponder and think about what kind of words come from your mouth, not your neighbor's mouth, not your spouse, not your children, not your church member, but out of your mouth. This is an indication of what your heart is really like. You can't solve your heart problem. However, just by cleaning up your speech, you must allow the Holy Spirit to fill you With new attitudes and motives, then your speech will be cleansed at its source. Remember, what you speak started in your heart. As David has cried out and he prayed for the Lord to create in him a clean heart and to renew in him the right spirit, David also asked the Lord to search his heart. If there's anything that's in him, remove it, pluck it out. That's the only way that we can love. That's the only way that we can advance the kingdom. That's the only way that we can advance the enemy in spiritual battle. Ask the Lord to search you because what you say reveals what's in your heart. Until next time, y'all, remember to pray big and pray much. If you have found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of being a keeper at home. I am so grateful for you and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you.